Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 86. John and Wendy talk to each other again. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How's it going, John? I'm well, Wendy. I, I want to nope. start out by saying this episode is once again being brought to us by our friends at CareerArc. Uh, when yes. this show releases next week or on, on the 17th, we will actually be at Embark and Yay. so we'll be having a, a great time and <laughs> plenty of content to share there. Wendy, yeah. we talk a lot. I think most people will not be shocked <laughs> by that, but we haven't yeah. really talked about what's been going on in quite a while. You know, we did the Sherm 19 pre-conference show. But before that, we did when we did episode 50 and people sent in questions and what have yeah. you. We haven't really we haven't done one of these kind of one on ones in a while. And I, yeah. we've got so many great guests lined up through the, the next several months. I thought it'd be great to kind of hit the reset button to have the two of us just chat a bit, talk about what's been going on and with us and with HR and stuff. I, stuff. <laughs> stuff. Just stuff in general. Because because I think we you know, I think we share a lot and people. Some of the people know what's going on. Yeah. Thought it'd be good, though, to, to share more. So I guess my question to you then is, how you been? What's been up? I'm not quite sure where summer went. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was a busy summer. Um, I I had honestly overextended myself and um, ended up bowing out of a couple of things that, you know, took a look at the schedule and said, mm, you know what? I can't uh, I can't give everything the attention it deserves. And so I said my sanity. And, uh, uh, you know, sometimes you have to do that. You have to take that step back and, and be willing to say, you know what, I can't do this. Um, yes, took a step back from some things, but I did not give up disrupt. We had a fantastic disrupt this year in uh, late July and uh, ha- proud, proud of uh, Kate Bischoff because her talk from our um, from disrupt Brookings was number one, um, I think two weeks in a row. Um, wow. For views. That's great. Yeah. So fantastic speed, uh, talk that she gave, which it's Kate. Of course she did. She always does a fantastic job. Let's see. We did, we had a lot of Girl Scout stuff going on as always. Lots of camps, had a lot of fun with that. Rocky officially got tenure at SDSU, which very proud of him for that. Now we can, I guess, kick back and relax. <laughs> or maybe not. He's still teaching and, busy with all of that stuff. And, you know, uh, I'm going to be eventually starting a new position at Samford, uh, moving into workforce planning. My official title will be uh, talent strategist, uh, but we're, we've got to do some backfilling and uh, some dominoes have to fall into place before we can make that official. But I'm hoping by the end of the year, the end of, end of the calendar year, that I'll be um, moving into talent strategy. Well, what does that mean? So yeah. it sounds really cool. And I was really excited <laughs> when, you, when you first told me it was happening. Yeah. What does that mean in the Sanford space? And yeah. you know, how does that shift what you're doing? Because you've been there now a little over a year now, right? Almost it's, almost a year. Been there almost yeah. a year. Okay. Um, so talent strategy, workforce planning. Um, I think Sanford's doing a great job in getting out in front of it. So our job will be to actually do workforce planning and help the talent acquisition team um, get out from behind the reactive phase that recruiters are always in, you know, start looking at how are we staffed? What do we want to, how do we want to be staffed? What models do we want to go after um, and start working on some of that predictability, you know, looking at retirement rates and what's working as far as recruitment and retention, really kind of hoping we can look into like sign on bonuses. What's the ROI on um, sign on bonuses? Cause they sound great. 
and they get people in the door, but how long, you know, how long do they actually stay? Does it work? Um, so do some research on that. And then, um, we get to do fun things, which I call somebody read an article projects, um, where <laughs> somebody sees an article on Sherm or they read something somewhere and they're like, Hey, we need to do this. Um, which, Hey, I'm willing to, you know, me, I'm willing to jump in and try anything. So we're actually getting ready to launch a returnship program. Um, okay. So, you know, for people who've been out of the workforce for whatever reason, uh, maybe they decided to take off some time to care for a family member or are returning from maybe a military or, hey, maybe they just needed a year off <laughs> from from work and they were able to do that. But now they got to they want to come back into the field and maybe they need to brush up their skills. Um, so we're modeling it uh, very similar to our internships. Uh, and hoping to launch that in January. So I'm hoping that uh, I'll be able to share more about that um, and maybe help other people learn how to do that because I'm, I think it's great um, that we have these, uh, that we have leaders at Sanford that are willing to do these kind of things and are willing to put FTEs to be able to do them. So very proud of that and super excited to be able to jump into that project work. I think it sounds great. Sounds really interesting. And I wonder how do we get them to maybe think about starting a podcast? (laughs) It's on throwing it out there in case any of your management folks may listen to that. On my list, uh, we got a new DNI director. So hoping to uh, chat with her, share some of the HR Wonder Women podcast with her and see what we can't do from there. So yeah, lots of exciting stuff going on um, in my world. How about you? Well, before we leave you, I'll, okay. you mentioned Wonder Woman. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about, you've had some great shows lately with, with Anne and some really, I know you've got some things planned. You maybe talk a little bit about what's on the horizon, but then also I think you got a pretty big announcement that we've <laughs> floated around. I don't know if, I think we've talked I, about it online, but I don't think we've actually mentioned on the podcast in terms of a conference that's next true. year that's a, a big thing for you. That, that's true. We we haven't. Um, yeah, HR Wonder Woman is uh, has really turned into something fantastic. Very excited about where we've been able to go, who we've been able to talk to. You know, people that I followed online for years and can now um, call friends. Ann and I have been learning a lot. And I think about where I was a year ago and just how some of my thoughts have changed. Um, some of my focus. Um, you know, uh, ha- again, we have some really great um, guests coming up. I've actually been sharing, um, uh, trying to share more of the podcast going back in time, not just of HR Wonder Women, but HR Social Hour. You know, it's been a while since we've listened to some of them sure. and it's nice Very to go, go back and listen to them. But uh, so Anne and I are actually taking the show on the road, which is super exciting. And we are going to be at Work Human. Um, we are going to do a panel discussion hoping to uh, record it while we're there, uh, maybe even share it live, maybe do like a Facebook live or whatever work human has available. Um, but we've started uh, since they've announced their speaker lineup, we've started reaching out to folks like Sarah Morgan and um, Elena Valentine um, and uh, hoping that uh, it, the stars will align and we'll be able to get them to come and sit and talk with us live and in person, um, get it recorded and uh, be able to share it as an actual uh, episode of HR Wonder Woman as well. So super, super stoked to be headed to Work Human um, San Antonio in May. So it shouldn't be too bad. 
Um, <laughs> not as bad as Texas in August. But if you guys, if y'all are there, we really hope that you'll swing by our session um, and and check it out and listen and applaud and maybe maybe we'll have a rowdy podcast. I don't know. We'll kind of see how it goes. Um, we only have forty five minutes, so. I'm not sure how long we'll be able to do like a question and answer session, but I, I yeah, I'm super stoked. Uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. I am super stoked for you. I know this is something that, like you said, a year ago, probably would have never thought. And just like this show in general, a year ago, who would have thought? Mm-hmm. I, I'm really right? excited to see how it how that has grown. And I know we're human. It's a tremendous conference I was able to attend this this year in Nashville. So I certainly appreciate what they do. I think the energy that you and Ann bring that suits that conference really, really well. So it's, I'm, I'm really pleased to see that they are having folks do things like live podcasting as a, as, as a, as a panel or as a function. I'd love to see more people do it next year. Those of you listening in, but I, I, I'm really (laughs) excited for for you both. And and yes, I think May in San Antonio should be nice. should be very nice. Yeah, it should be beautiful. And uh, yeah, I think, you know, agree with you that uh, anyone listening who would like to invite us to do a panel discussion at, at your conference, hint, hint, hint. Yeah, we would. <laughs> I'd be happy to come do that for Social Hour, Wonder Women. You want to pitch us an idea? Um, we'll talk about it. You know, I'm always open to chatting. <laughs> Fluid and flexible. And anything else? Yes, certainly that. exactly. You're certainly that. I mean, we have our parameters, but yeah, there's a lot of people that can come in. So. All right, so let's let's volley it back to you. How was your summer? Summer was like you said, where to go, where it's it's gone. A lot of travel. We've had some unique challenges this year when it comes to recording the show. Uh, I think with your with <laughs> yeah. your in your current role, and I don't know if in the job you're moving to, if it's going to have as much travel. But, you know, you've been traveling more, and I actually ran some numbers. And I'm not looking for pity because I know many of you that listen to the show probably travel more than I do. But I, according to my calculations, I've spent almost 50 nights in hotels during the work this year. That's what I came up with today as I started running the numbers and it's October. Who knows what will happen in the next little bit of time. And that's not including conferences. That's not including SHRM or Namely or some of the great things we've gotten to Mm -hmm. do. That's strictly work travel related. So that that uh, summer presented some unique challenges in that in particular and us being able to to get together and make this thing happen. So I'm really proud of the fact that I think save one week where we put out a Wonder Women show, you know, we have put out a uh, a numbered episode every Thursday for 86 episodes, save that one and, and we're going to keep at it. That that did present some challenges. We talked about it early in the summer, you know, my oldest boy Jacob who was our original producer graduated high school. That was an exciting uh, event. And he spent the the first part of the summer working for a local theater troupe, ran sound for, for a show, built the sets, did a lot of the, the behind the scenes work that he is very passionate about. You know, sadly, that work is not full-time. It's, it's very seasonal. It's based on when the need is. He understood that dad's only expectation was if you don't go to school, which I am more than comfortable with, you've got to get a job. He has started with my employer. <laughs> he is a laborer in the field. He's learned how to run a directional drill. It is an entirely different experience. He has glommed onto it more than I expected. Is working 50 plus hours a week. As soon as the as long as the weather's good, windy, they're working. And so he is putting in a lot of hours knowing that, you know, unfortunately you get into the winter. If it's rainy, snowy, or whatever, it may not work that day. Got to make up for it. So it's been a real interesting experience to hear his stories from the field. Obviously, I've seen him from other people, but for to be my son, 
totally different story. Exciting, <laughs> just kind of exciting to see the opportunities that are there. When we talk about recruiting people like my son or people that we would love to find that mm-hmm. maybe again, they're not, they're not interested in pursuing a higher education and with the type of work we do, you don't have to have that. There's a lot yep. of long-term opportunity and let's face it, everybody's building, building, building everywhere you go. I don't care where it is. I've been, I've traveled enough of the country this year to see everything I see is under construction. So there yeah. are certainly opportunities there. And this is uh, one that I think again could, could lead to some really good things for him. So that's, that's been exciting to, awesome. to watch him there. Uh, my younger son, Daniel, who I think we've talked a little bit on the show before he is a junior now in high school and spent a, big piece of the summer with my brother-in-law, uh, who is a, a programmer, an IT professional, and they coded, they built computers, spent basically six weeks with him. And every night they were doing something and programming and putting together code and what have you. That's really where his passion is and where his interests are. So we will see. We're starting the grand college search here <laughs> soon. He's taking the SATs and all that good stuff. It's uh, it's an exciting time. And of course, nice. Heidi, uh, Heidi's doing great. Another year at school, she doesn't get tenure where she is, but she's still there <laughs> plugging away, picking up some new uh, musicals, playing some oh, new shows, awesome. some new troops here in town. So, yeah, it's been it's been uh, a, it was a good summer and a good start to the school year for, for both of them. And I'm home for a little bit. Uh, the time of this recording, I've been home a week. We'll be in L.A. and then I get a little bit more time off. I got a couple more trips this year. Love to say we're slowing down a bit. Again, we, we're really fortunate, though. We we since we have some flexibility, we've got. We got things in the works and we just keep uh, keep putting those things together. But when it comes to travel, yeah. we have traveled some together. We put out some content. We put out some shows, but wanted to talk a little bit about HR Florida. We had a really great time, really fun episode with the social media team. Yes, it was. How was the rest of the you know, what was the rest of the conference like for you? I mean, any any standout things that we didn't talk about on that show that you think people ought to know? I saw some, so a lot of great speakers and, um, uh, Lorena was fantastic enough to, uh, to introduce, uh, Anne and I to, uh, a fantastic woman. Um, and of course now her name is escaping me. So I'm, I'll look it up while I'm chatting here. Um, but she, uh, she came, uh, she talked a lot about uh, the diversity and inclusion, um, and really from the female perspective, which obviously that's kind of a, and in my alley, my alley, and um, really gave us some interesting things to uh, to think about. Learned from her, which uh, didn't know this, but you know how there's a standard for office temperature. Oh, you talked about this. Yes, yes, you talked about this in your presentation, North Dakota. Francis Rios is her name. And yeah, so apparently, you know, back in the 40s, they did, uh, they decided to do some research and set the standards, but they did research on one 40 year old man who was five foot 10 and 175 pounds. <laughs> sure, there's a lot of people that fit that bill. But that, that kind of got me, uh, when she shared that, I was like, okay, you're going to be entertaining and uh, you're going to give me something I can work with. So uh, that was probably uh, the biggest takeaway. And, um, we are hoping to get her on HR Wonder Women soon as well. So um, how about you for Florida? Just so well put together and can't thank everybody involved there for having us. It was such a great time. And I think we put, to, I, again, that show we put out, I thought was a lot of fun. And it was great to see those young ladies mm-hmm. and spend time with them again. Met some new people. Can't say enough good about 
the experience. And to your point, I thought the, the majority of speakers we saw were yes. top notch. Yes. Everybody was good. Some were some were very, very good. Keynotes were all very interesting. Again, got to spend some, I got to spend some time particularly with Jason Treu, who we're looking forward to having on sometime down the road. And Dale Leatherwood from Clear Degree, who I talk a lot about, who I'm a big fan of what he's doing. So it was great to actually meet those guys. David Miklas spent some time with him and talked cool. employment law, which was a lot of fun. So yeah, I just uh, again, great time. Uh, Orlando was great. Yes, it did. Is great. Would love to go back if the yep. opportunity presents. Had a ball. Had an absolute ball. I would say the same of North Dakota. Sure. Yes. And I, I've said it before. I've been up to their conference before. I, I they do such a great job. Um, kudos, uh, John Friend and, and Stephanie Winterquist and um, and Jenna Wilm. Uh, they put on such a great show. And, and you wouldn't, no offense to North Dakota, but I'm in South Dakota, so I feel I can say this too. You wouldn't think in a state um, like North Dakota or South Dakota that you could get some top-notch speakers. But I think it just goes to show that there are speakers, there are knowledgeable people all around the country. You don't need to spend a lot of money to get some good people in to learn from. Absolutely agree. Would, wouldn't have dreamed a year ago that John Friend would ask us to come mm-hmm. out there, <laughs> especially me, uh, John Baldino, and I. You know, and then coming literally from the other right. coast, East Coast, and coming out there. But everybody was so kind. It had a really, really. It was just a lot of fun. Very different. Uh, it was a different crowd. Like, yeah. I took some getting used to a little more, uh, a little more stayed than, than maybe <laughs> some others. But that's not a bad thing. It's right. just, it's different because uh, geographically and. Culturally, it's just different. But I really, I was really enjoyed the time out there. And I, I think my favorite part was when John and I were trying to get an Uber and it took 20 minutes <laughs> for the guy to get to the airport to pick us up. We were convinced he was the only person Probably. on call at that time of the morning. Probably. That was, that was funny. No, <laughs> I think that's awesome. That. And I just real lately, I wanted to mention, because I, I think the shows will be coming out soon. I had a chance to travel outside of day work, ended up in Cincinnati, Ohio. Big shout out to the folks, the HR pros in Cincinnati. They have adopted me, Wendy. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky to go through there. This time I got to spend time with Mike Sipple Jr. and Julie Doyle Stevens and Karen Brandenburg. Some of the other regulars were, were unavailable, sadly, but it was great to finally yeah. meet Mike. You know, I feel like I've known him for a while now, but we, we actually recorded mm-hmm. a Facebook Live and, and the podcast version of that will be coming out later. Just a tremendous uh, getting to actually see his office is unbelievable, <laughs> Wendy. You're, like at some point, you're going to have to get the, you're going to have to get to Cincinnati to go see this building because nice. it's so cool. And uh, you know that we we really did. We had a great time, and it was it was fun to spend time with them and and look forward to sharing when that sh- I think what he is planning to do because I know you've already recorded an episode with him as well. The plan is to put those shows out close together, which yep. is perfect <laughs> for us. And we will be happy to share that when it comes. But yeah, I, I will say for as much as I bemoan traveling sometimes, obviously going to the conferences is great. I'm really fortunate, though, to be able to travel when we are traveling to just throw it out there that, hey, we're going to be somewhere. It was in Columbus at, at our corporate office and ended up having breakfast uh, with somebody I'd not met, Kevin Rulosky, who is on Twitter and is kind of popped up lately and we connected and had this, you know, got a chance to to sit together and, and enjoy company for an hour. And so, yeah, those kind of things, yeah. I love being able to do that and, and very appreciative of the fact that people mm-hmm. make that time for us. And, and that it goes to that networking and connection and, 
as, as I was telling Kevin, it means a lot more now that we've sat down together and spent time together. It's great to do it on the phone, you know, over Twitter. And you do get to know people. Like you said, your, uh, what'd you call it? Your, your, your invisible friends, invisible friends. Yeah. It was yep. it just goes a long way. No, it's been, been, been good and look forward to more travels yep. sooner than later. For the time being, though, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. This episode is brought to you by our friends at CareerArc. You know, right now, Wendy and I are currently at the Embark HR Innovator Summit being held at the W Hotel in Hollywood, California. Not only are we recording podcasts and tweeting from the show floor using hashtag Embark, we're also speaking alongside some of the leading voices in the talent space today, along with other CareerArc clients who are leading some of the most innovative programs and campaigns when it comes to employer branding and social recruiting. Now, if you didn't make it to Embark, don't worry. They're going to be sending out all types of post-conference content, videos, and blog posts. If you go to careerarc.com slash blog, for more information, you can also subscribe to their newsletter so you don't miss out. Again, careerarc.com slash blog to get all types of information following the Embark Innovator Summit. And check out careerarc.com to learn more about all their offerings. And now, back to the show. All right, and we are back. You know, we have to do the question connection because we haven't done the new questions yet. Uh, we did our last set when uh, we did Germs 18. I believe we went through the questions. There, Yes, you're right, because we answered all listener mail in episode 50. So, but we're just going to do a modified one because we don't need to know all the questions. All right. So, John, kicking it off with you. Who was your first mentor? Wendy, you know, I thought a lot about this and I think I talked about one of my HR mentors. It wasn't my first mentor, but it was somebody who was very special to me last time. I'm actually going to bring up my first band director, high school band director for oh. this one, Brad Rogers. And Brad Rogers is still teaching. He is, gosh, I want to say 42 years into his career now. The thing he taught me, which is going to sound silly, but the thing he taught me beyond trying to be the best musician I could be and the best leader I could be was also to wear the best shoes you could. <laughs> and when I first started teaching, I didn't really understand that. And then when you're yeah. standing all day long and you're particularly in that role as a music teacher and you're on a podium and you're running around and what have you, good shoes are really, really important. Yeah. So <laughs> I had an opportunity to go home to Louisville to see my parents uh, lately and had a breakfast with one of my former students who is now a teacher. And it's been fun. I've known this young man for literally 20 something years and I knew him as a freshman in high school and now he is a, oh. an educator. And we talked about because we both went to the same school and we both had Mr. Rogers, really Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers as, as our <laughs> band director and what, you know, what we learned and what so many things are in common and things he sees differently. Having, you know, worked with him now uh, in a different, in the next basically two counties up from where he was. Uh, but yeah, Brad Rogers, nice, just a, a wonderful man. They, somebody actually put out a podcast about him or interview with him, oh, wow. the music educator that does a music ed podcast. And I listened to it and it just brought me such great joy because brought up names and things from yeah. things I hadn't thought about in almost 30 years. And that was, that was really, really fun. Awesome. Brad Rogers, he's still the man. Wendy, <laughs> I, back at you. So who was that first mentor for you? Thought about this a lot. And I, I am sad to say, I don't know that I could point to anyone that I would call a mentor. A lot of great people in my life. A lot of great people who have, you know, helped me get to where I am looking at different ways, having different people um, helping out throughout where we've gone, people that I could call, I've called my unofficial mentors because I feel like a mentor is a, is a very special relationship um, and a more formalized relationship. Um, I think back to like, there's a gal that I worked with it, when I worked 
going way back uh, for a bank in Richmond, Virginia. Bank is now part of Wells Fargo, but she was the one who got me into uh, to get my PHR. Um, you know, and don't remember her last name. How horrible is that? But people, you know, my parents, um, and definitely, you know, my husband has been encouraging and and supportive of of all of this. But yeah, I don't think I could point to one person to say, yep, that was that was my first mentor. That was a mentor. I, I do, you know, everyone who's gotten me to where I am today and um, is getting me to where we're going. Fully appreciate it. And, you know, maybe someday I can be a mentor or maybe somebody will some young youngin will uh, take me under their wing and teach me the ways of TikTok and um, Snapchat and all of the other social media that I'm not on. <laughs> well, how about somebody that you've gained in your network? And we've, wow, it feels like it's hard to believe we'll say the last year, but you know, somebody that yeah. you've gained in your network that, that more people should know. You know, I, I'm going to go with Francis Rios. Um, she is putting out some great content um, on LinkedIn. Um, I haven't seen her very active on Twitter. I, I'd love to give everybody someone on Twitter because that's where I do spend a lot of my time. Uh, Francis is just putting out some fantastic stuff. Great motivator and uh, proponent of not just women, but women of color, um, women, un- those underrepresented voices. So, uh, yeah, go find her on LinkedIn and, and follow her. How about you? If we hadn't had her on the show, it would have said Georgette Cartagena. <laughs> sure. I just, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. I really, really like what she's doing and, and that yeah. she's part of our community. I, I mentioned him just a couple minutes ago. I, I think I want to say Kevin Rodlowski. And okay. Kevin has just lately gotten fairly active on Twitter in the HR world. And he has put out some questions in the last few weeks that have generated all kinds of conversation. And I think it's I think it's great that he's, you know, he told me, he's like, John, I've been on there for a while. I just never used it for HR. I kind of did it for other things. Right. Uh, Kevin is the director of HR for Kinder Care. Which oh. when we sat down and talked, I said, wow, I actually went to kinder care as a kid. And he said, well, we've been around for many years. I'm like, yeah, then I was there about the time they started. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I just had a great conversation with Kevin and, and he's got, uh, you know, he's got a really interesting background and is doing some really interesting things uh, with kinder care. And like I said, has has kind of stepped up his Twitter activity. And I really, I think people ought to be following what he's asking because he's asking some really great questions when it comes to leadership and what you're looking for skill-wise. And what, the last question was, what one thing would you tell somebody to work on if they're getting into the profession? Oh, and the wow. myriad of answers to it was really, it was really thought-provoking and really a great thing. So really enjoyed awesome. getting time. I, I, Kevin and I, I've encouraged him to list, check out the show. Hopefully he's listened to this one how oh you so all right so john if you could go back to the start of your career what's one piece of advice you'd give yourself i've heard so many so many great answers here i've thought about this a bit i think what i would say is don't let people tell you no and and i think part of that is just kind of what we have decided to do with this and we started it when we started it who knows where we're headed? We don't know. I don't know. Maybe you know, and you're just not telling me. <laughs> but I, I look back and I go, wow, sometimes I didn't, I've always kind of been one that I just kind of fell into stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do like, you know, I like how other people put it. I've always fallen in. And so when people say, John, what do you want to do next? I don't know. Right. I've never really had a plan. But I also 
if I ask somebody to do something, sometimes I got, well, no, you're not really ready for that or what have you. And you got to figure out how do you, how do you avoid those things or how do you prepare yourself? Right. And I think that goes back to what I've always talked about. Learn the business, understand what your widgets you're making because you got to be able to tell that story as much as it is the HREs. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to do that piece, but don't, you know, if people tell you no, find ways to go back and, and build something to where they're going to, we're going to stop saying that. Good advice. Same thing. It's yourself a mentor. Uh, I, I think back to uh, times when I could have reached out to somebody and um, that I, you know, I tell myself it's okay to ask because I, I thought it, I thought mentorship was something where um, a person sought you out and said, I'm going to mentor you type of thing. I don't know where I got that idea. That's what I thought. That would be my advice to myself. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want. And uh, you don't know everything. You you need help. <laughs> well said. Well said. It's been quite the year for movies. Best, uh, or not, not best, but favorite movie you saw in 2019. I want to be careful what I say here because I think I may be doing another pop culture show <laughs> later this year. Gotten big on documentaries lately, okay. especially with Amazon, because I feel like Amazon just has some really, really solid, particularly music documentaries. I just found one, though, that just came out this week, I believe, or in the last couple weeks. It's called Henchman, and it's the story about Al Leong, who Al Leong is an actor, stuntman, martial artist who... Wendy, if you saw him, you know exactly what I'm talking okay. about. He's the henchman in pretty much every major movie <laughs> in the 80s. He's in all kinds of stuff. And it was a really entertaining documentary about his life and how he started out as a martial artist and, and got into competitions there and then stopped doing that and rode motorcycles and figured out he really wanted to get into stunt work. And he's just this iconic character that's in all these movies. And again, he's always like the main henchman. And so <laughs> Him. And, and of course, they they talk about uh, Big Trouble in Little China, mm-hmm. and they talk about Lethal Weapon, and they talk about Die Hard. I mean, he's in all these '80s movies that I am huge fan of. It was it was it's a lot of fun. Hey. It, it's certainly niche. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. If you are an '80s action fan, if you know who Al Leong is, watch <laughs> it because it's it's really entertaining. And, and hearing some of his lifelong friends talk and, that that are also martial artists and just some of the stories they tell are incredibly entertaining. And again, it's fairly new to Amazon. Okay. I, somebody told me about it. I watched it a couple nights ago. And yeah, that's that's probably my thing of late that that I really, really enjoyed and kind of nerded out about, nice. particularly when they, they explain, if this gives you any idea, he's in one shot in Big Trouble in Little China, and he's he's got long hair and a long goatee. Very thin <laughs> guy. You see him, you'll know who sure. it is because he's in everything. He's always got the same haircut. But he's in one shot, and basically he's the head of one of the gangs in Chinatown in Big Trouble in Little China, and it's a shot of him, and all of a sudden he just basically shrinks down and out of the screen, (laughs) and he just disappears. And they did it because they only had him for one day of shooting, (laughs) so they knew they couldn't have him in any sequences. So they made this whole like aura around him, like, how in the world did he just disappear? (laughs) It was great. Super fun. Henchman, story of Al Leong, highly recommend. Love it. Flip it back to you. What about 2019? What's been what's been great? Well, I, I'm going to go with an easy answer. Um, uh, we loved Captain Marvel. Um, I know that uh, there's a lot of folks that don't think it was a very good movie, but I, I thought it was fun. Loved Samuel L. Jackson, um, the de-aging, the whole bit. Um, and uh, him and the Flurkin was just the highlight of the movie for me. 
but I love that there was a strong, strong female relationships throughout. And, you know, I love that. I, I kind of love that it wasn't just the best awesome movie ever um, because we need, we need just to see some, some okay movies with women leading it that still make a crap ton of money because the men have been doing it for years. So it's the women's turn to, to do that. But it was, a, I think it was a fun movie. We, we loved it. Maggie is a huge Captain Marvel fan. Um, don't think she's going as Captain Marvel for Halloween though. Trying to talk her into it, but that was, that was ours. That, that, or that was mine. And well, it's Spider-Man too. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That was a really fun movie too. I liked Captain Marvel. My only complaint was that they totally killed the Kree scroll thing in in two hours. Right. <laughs> That's just me. That movie was good. Yeah. But I, you know, I have this thing about that. You, but of course, now that Marvel has the Fantastic Four, maybe we'll get something where we can explain yeah. it more. I don't know because that all goes back. And hey, comic book nerds, if you want to talk offline, we can always talk about. Crease and scrolls, and if somebody does super scroll down the road, I'll lose my right. mind. How about as far as maybe new to you music or podcasts, you know, some kind of audio yeah. thing? What's been good this year? So yeah, music. I I'm back in the seventies. I'm I'm on the easy listening station right now. But uh, a new podcast. I started listening to uh, Crazy and the King um, with uh, Julie Schwash and Torn Ellis. Um, fantastic. They talk about a lot of DNI stuff and break it down and call people out. Um, but they, they break it down into easy, easy to understand method or easy to understand, easy to follow what they're talking about. And then also in that same vein, um, our friend, uh, Sarah Morgan started a podcast leading in color and, uh, really enjoying what she's putting out there, who she's bringing on and talking to, I was listening to her. She has, she'll do an episode where she just kind of talks to the mic and it, she's talking about serious stuff, but she just makes me laugh and makes me smile. And, um, I, I do learn stuff, Sarah, if you're listening, I do learn from you, but I just enjoy how you put it out there. How about you, John? I recently rediscovered my interest in the band dream theater. I took Daniel to see them. <laughs> it was a fantastic show. It was the 20th anniversary of, Metropolis part two scenes from a memory, which is this concept album that was certainly not near their biggest. I took him to see dream theater a few years ago. For those of you who aren't familiar with dream theater, I liken them to rush meets Metallica. It's this incredibly okay. dense, complicated, heavy, heavy, for the most part, heavy stuff. But they have a song, for example, that has a 108 time signature changes in it. You want to talk about math, nerd rock. It is and, and they play it such a, their musicianship level is off the chart. Like it's, it's so much fun to watch them and their audiences. It's like a rush show in that it's super passionate, noisy into that band. So anyway, I've been listening to a lot of dream theater again and uh, yeah, digging, digging the math nerd prog rock kind of thing. Nice. Podcast wise. We've talked about a lot before, you know, I don't listen to a lot of HR shows. I, I will check everybody out and certainly support well, yeah. I love hearing that new when new shows are out there. So I've checked out uh, Sarah Shaw. I'll definitely check out the other one. Lately, I've been listening to a, a fairly new show called How Did This Get Played? And it's all about bad video games. Uh, and it, <laughs> I like the, it's uh, it's actually a spinoff, kind of a sort of a spinoff of How Did This Get Made? Which is a show about, or I guess about okay. bad movies that has been around for a while. 
this is the video game version yeah. of that. And one of the hosts is the co-host on Doughboys, which is my favorite podcast, hands down. I don't care what show it is. My favorite podcast on on the air right now. He's the co-host of that show, and he was a video game programmer at one time. And so he's got a okay. he's got an experience and a background that lends to talking about sometimes they'll get into some of the more tech pieces of this, but they're playing games Wendy I've never heard of. And it's not just current stuff. They'll play, <laughs> they'll play like modules, like a mod, like the latest one was Friday the thirteenth for NES. So they play like an emulator oh emulator God. version of it and talk about bad. It's really super fun. So yeah, how did this get played <laughs> if you're into that stuff? I know Chris Orozco, I've turned him onto it. It's it's been good. It's yeah. been good. Awesome. How about a favorite TV show this year? The season finale to season three of Good Place wrecked me. That is one of the heaviest things I've seen in a while. And that oh, season yeah. was so great. I talked about it on the pop culture show last year. That I think the Good Place is such a well written, oh. thought out show. Incredibly genius in its delivery and just fun. But yeah, that last yeah. episode just I, I that, was, oh. wrecked me, and I thought, "Holy cow! Yeah. What are they?" So I, I don't have cable anymore. So I will be seeing season four whenever it hits Netflix down the no, road. No. Looking forward to that. Good cable for the year, dude. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. And then I'll tell you the other. I think you can get it. I think you can get it on NBC.com too. Okay, because the first two the first two episodes were oh, okay, so good. I, I'm looking forward to that. Okay. And then I just saw season four of Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix. That series is excellent. If you have no idea about the history of hip hop. <laughs> It, it is done by the, the the host of it is a rapper and and comes from that background. The people that behind the scenes that produce it, one of them is a guy who produced the last two Rush films as well as uh, Metal Evolution. The guy's got a master's in history, so he is a historian. Like he actually researches things his, from a historical perspective. But the latest season of Hip Hop Evolution was great. They've all been very good. The, the, this, like I said, the latest one was season four, which has a, one episode about Biggie and one about Tupac, which I was talking to my 16-year-old, and I said something about, do you know who Biggie and Tupac are? And he just looked at me and shook his head and, yes, Dad, I know who Biggie and Tupac oh. are. I don't know anymore. Those guys have been gone for yeah. 20 years. <laughs> yeah, they have been. But they have T-shirts out, so I'm sure that's how he knows who they <laughs> are. <laughs> how about on your end? What's been good? Well, obviously, The Good Place. Um Maggie and I started our watch that together. Um, we we binged um, to catch up and remind us where we were. And yeah, the season three season finale wrecked me again. Every time I watch it, wrecks me. Um, but yeah, season four has started strong. Can't wait to see where they take this. Um, a little sad to see it end, but I'm glad they're going out on their terms. Yes. Um, I've also gotten into Shit's Creek. That show's come so up quite a bit lately. It has been. And, uh, you know, great people are saying watch it. So I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, these people are horrible. These, it's just the it horrible just makes people. Me uncomfortable. I, I watched the first three or four, the first three seasons, maybe. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. it's feeling comfortable. <laughs> I remember, you know, it, it's it makes me feel the same way when I would wa when I watch The Office. You know, you just That's cringe, right. you know, like, oh, and there's actually people like that. And and having grown up in a small town, totally recognize a lot of people. Um, so yeah, really, really enjoying that. And I, you know, I love Catherine O'Hare. I love Eugene Levy. Um, uh, the, the stuff that they put out is always fantastic. So I love watching them play off each other. Um, I would honestly, I would love to hear like a podcast with the two of them just talking about 
um, what they do and, and how they do it together. And, you know, how much of the show is just them riffing off each other? <laughs> it, it is, uh, like I said, it's that d- discomfort. I, I think, I think the, the office analogy <laughs> is good. I, I've not yeah. kept up. Like I said, I think I watched, I think it was the first three seasons, maybe the fourth one. I, anything with those two and then, and then Chris Elliott, though, yeah. it's definitely, oh, definitely yeah. entertaining. Definitely yeah, entertaining. For sure. That's the end of the questions. We have two other things we want to talk about very briefly or Wendy that I, I wanted to talk about. First off, I wanted to, to mention Next Chat. Some of you may be aware that the chat that really, I mean, Next Chat started us, Wendy. I think it's fair to say that yeah. what we're doing here oh, and for the sure. social shower chat, that all came from our initial conversation and connection on Next Chat. They have decided to change formats and they're no longer the, the mm-hmm. hour long Wednesday conversation. Surprised. Uh, little sad to hear it and certainly a little disappointed. Yeah. But, you know, we also know that uh, just like in business, things change and constantly our, our work is always changing. Yeah. I think we've learned from talking to 80 plus HR practitioners, analysts, vendors, people <laughs> are in there and that we, the changes out there. So we wanted to take a minute just to thank Mary Kaler for all the time that she put in. Yes. But we also yeah. want to make sure that people understand that if you're listening <laughs> to this and you haven't checked out our chat, please do so because we... Um, really pride ourselves on that community and, and trying to build something like next chat. That was just the fourth Sunday of the month at seven o'clock. Eastern. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and thank you so much, Mary Kaler for, um, for all the work you did. Uh, we, you know, we do it once a month and I cannot imagine doing that weekly, putting out a topic and questions and um, even getting, you know, co-hosts for it. Um, she, Mary just did a phenomenal job and so appreciate all the, the support that she has given to us as well um, through what we're doing here and um, having us on the blog squad. And so hopefully someday we'll be able to, maybe, maybe someday we'll be able to have her um, visit with us and record it, but we'll, uh, we'll hold on that. Um, But thank you, Mary Kaler for everything. We so appreciate it. Thank you to Mary for letting us moderate several, several next chats. That was fun. (laughs) fun. I, I will miss uh, I miss that. Yeah. But again, we want to let people know that we're certainly not changing anything anytime soon. We have, we also can appreciate how difficult it would be to try to do it every week. I guess the last thing that I want to talk about, Wendy, and, and not to end on too down a note, but I, I <laughs> felt like we, I felt like we needed to, to mention Callie Zippel. Most of you, I'm sure the majority of you listening to the show are certainly aware of what transpired with Callie. And, but, you know, unfortunately we lost her. Uh, now it's, gosh, it's been several weeks ago. I think. I know, I know we were incredibly fortunate to be able to spend time with her in Vegas. Yes. No idea what was going on. I can say, and I'm sure you're probably there with me. I think when the announcement first came out that she was ill was quite a shock to us. And, yeah. you know, I, I think we even talked about it a bit. We're kind of concerned about what do we do with the show and do we put it out? And, and, and mm-hmm. Callie, we, we contacted Callie before and said, Hey, uh, are you okay? And she said, yeah, we, you know, move you know, forward. Everything's good. And, you know, she fought hard, uh, but unfortunately she's no longer with us. And yeah. uh, it's, it was quite a shock. You were actually the one that told me. And uh, I was uh, really stunned, but I, I'm really glad to see the outpouring of, of love and support that, that we've seen from mm-hmm. the community because she was awesome. She, I, I said it she before was. and I'll say it. She was a light. I think she was a real light. Yeah. Any particular memories you may have. She'll always be the person that got us our first keynote. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the work that we've been able to do with Callie in the, in the last year, I feel um, 
I feel woefully inadequate to talk about her, but um, she was always positive. She was, it was always a pleasure talking with her um, and so happy that we got the chance to work with her and sit down and talk with her. Um, I I hope that they release the video at some point that we did with her. Um, I would love to be able to see that. And just to be able to see her again, um, I, I see that they've been re-releasing some Honest HR episodes. So um, if you miss her voice, I encourage you to go listen to to those. I think she she had just found her voice as, as a podcaster and it was fun to see where she was. I'm sad we're, we've lost her voice, but um, I'm glad that she did do some recording so that we can we can revisit her. It's really funny. I was thinking about as I was talking about what we want to talk about tonight, uh, I was thinking about the fact that when we had the pizza dinner in Chicago, that Callie came and right. didn't introduce herself. And I remember thinking, who is that person at the end of the table? Because right. we talked to her online. <laughs> and I remember saying yeah. something like, I, I could, you know, I, I, I was shy or whatever it was. And right. I think about how much things changed for her to, to go yeah. from that to putting out a show and, and being and putting it out every week getting the slings and arrows because I know she got yep. some grief from people yep. and, and took it, it took it so, so well. Uh, but I'll never forget that. I was like, you know, after the fact, like, well, that was Callie. Like why in the world didn't she say something to us? Right? But no, yeah. I, again, we miss you, Callie. We're, we're certainly continuing to think about her family and friends would certainly suggest if you, if you've not been able to potentially help, there are still some funds out there and GoFundMe's yep. or, or opportunities to help with some of the, the cost after the fact. Uh, and I, and I want to say too, that, you know, we are, Wendy and I are still thinking about how can we honor Callie's memory and grow the HR podcast community. We've had some conversations with each yep. other, with some others, more to come there. We look forward to sharing as soon as we can. We'd like to find an opportunity to remember her in a way that that we can because of what we have with this platform. Exactly. No, totally agree. Just some things to work out yet. <laughs> Got some details. But on that note, this is going to be a mega episode, which some people yes, I'm sure will be. Will be, maybe some people listen to two pieces. Oh, great. You know, we covered a lot. Anything else that you can think of that we need to share? If we, if we need to share anything else, just follow us on Twitter. <laughs> if they don't follow you right now, yeah. Wendy, what's the best way for them to reach out there? Sure. Well, I'll give you my Twitter handle, of course, Wendell93, or my blog, mydailyjourney.com. You know, another plug for our monthly Twitter chat, seven, uh, excuse me, fourth Sunday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern time. How about you, John? Well, before I give my information again, thank you, CareerArc, for sponsoring this episode be on the lookout. I'm sure there will be some content, not only podcast content, maybe some video content, because I know some of you really are liking the Facebook Live stuff. Sure yeah. to be some coming from Embark. As far as for me, hrsocialartpodcast.podbean.com, left-hand side of the screen, top three lines, open those up. You'll get access to all my social accounts there. And while you're there, download episodes. We've talked about some people here. Download those shows. If you haven't listened, maybe download those conference episodes. Listen, rate, review, share, anything you can do to help us boost the signal. We always appreciate So. Wendy, thank you for your time and, and being yeah. willing to spend a mega show here. But, uh, <laughs> but for the HR social, <laughs> well, for the HR social Hour podcast, I'm John and I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see y'all soon.